Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's Insight Assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Oh. Oh. Woo. Yes. MMA. Oh, it's happening. It's smooth. Hey, guys. <laughs> You're bad at this, AK. Welcome to the- You're very bad at this. Oh, whoa, whoa. Guys, this is a jazzy tune. I'm not just gonna talk over it. I, I gotta, let, I gotta let this tune ride a little bit. Where's Mike? Uh, yeah, this is. Where's Mike? <laughs> where's Mike? Oh, where's Mike? Michelle? Where's Michelle? Wow. Hell. Wow, rude, rude. Uh, hey guys, welcome to the uh, UFC Vegas 43 Vanna versus Tate post fight show. Uh, I am uh, handling the hosting duties right now. This is Alex Kaylee. I am very fortunate to be joined by the incredible Jose Young. This is my first non on-site event in God knows how long. I don't even remember how to do these post shows. <laughs> Off to a great start. And uh, of course, in the truck, handling the ones and twos, one Mr. E.K.C. Light. Be-bop, boop-bop, boop-bop. That's what I do. That's, that's great. Sounds that's great. That, no. Yeah, yeah, that's, produce, that's producing sounds. Uh, well, guys, yeah, I mean, that was uh, a show. I think we can all, that was the MMA show. No, uh, a show, a, a show connotates high levels of entertainment. Like, it was an MMA show. That was, it that was, was a, a UFC that, show. That was a sports card. That was sports. It was a card. It was a card. You can't deny that. It was a card. I can uh, I want. This okay, you, okay, on our, on our fan Q&A, you said this was Listen, hi, highly anticipated, one of the most highly anticipated cards of the year. I said, you were, I said probably the most highly anticipated card of the year, yeah. How did it pan out? I uh, absolutely lived up to expectations. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, I, I think I'm, I think it is accurate to say that this card lived up to uh, expectations. People can make of that uh, what they will, but uh, it's sort of, Jose, you're shaking your head. What, what, what were your expectations for this card uh, going into it? I the main card, I thought the main card ruled. Like I obviously I was really because I wasn't on your pre-fight Q and A. Uh, I was really hyped for the Terrence McKinney fight. Obviously that fell out, oh, so I was like yeah. already off, already off to a, a, a sour note leading into this fight. 
but I was very excited for Sean Brady in my case, and I was very excited for Adrian Yanez, David Grant. Now, Adrian Yanez and David Grant was a really fun fight, uh, but it wasn't I, – I don't know if I set my I set the bar too high for myself considering we had like what two <sighs> – what 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 i don't even know what events we're at anymore just everything's blurred together like 268 had like a fight of the year and then like ufc vegas 42 had like a fight of the year and then i was like well look it's gonna keep going adrian Yanez versus davy grant best weight class in mma two of the like like the one of the top prospects in the division against uh davy grant who has like been on a tear with post fight bonuses too i thought that was just gonna be a banger it was a good fight but it wasn't a banger uh still good though probably gonna be fight of the night but Tell me, Yon is Grant? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought it was fight. a banger. I thought it yeah, was a banger. Did you see? Was it a banger? Uh, yeah, it banged. It did. It was yeah. a good. It was a very fun, entertaining fight. I'm saying, I think I might have set the bar too high. For oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Um, I mean, it, I was only actually David Grant kind of um, exceeded my expectations. I thought it was going to be relative one way traffic for Yanez, but David Grant made this a freaking dog fight, and um, good on him, and um. But um, Adriana, as I thought, was definitely the superior fighter. But um, hey, we're, we're talking about that. We're ta- we're talking about the opening fight for the main card first. I know. So that's. I mean. I mean, Davy. I mean, Davy Grant. I thought had a fantastic game plan. Like that that front kick to the face. Like you actually using his length to keep Adriana away. I just feel like he got away from it because that first round he was going to the body and the and the the chin a lot, and then he just deviated. I, I also uh, think the way Yanez rolls of punches so well. Oh, I think so um, I think even though he wasn't getting touched very hard, I think I think it made it a closer than the fight really was. Except um, because he just rolls of punches so well, so it looks like he's getting hit, but he's really taking like ninety percent off that the yeah. impact away. But which is a dangerous thing for judges. If judges don't really recognize that and they just see you roll and they think you get hit of it, and in close rounds you might lose that um, round. But um, but uh, yeah, great, uh, just. Clearly the best, best fight, fight the on the card. Yeah, clearly oh, the yeah. best fight on the card. Adrian Yanez, oh. I have dubbed him the algorithm. Uh, Adrian, the algorithm, Yanez. I love, you can see how he kind of picks things up. Uh, David Grant was right there with him, though. Again, that's a guy who he fights so wild at times, uh, just throwing bombs. I think he was the perfect opponent for Yanez at this point in his career. Because when you think you've got him figured out, he just he can just go berserker. And that's what kind of made the fight so fun. But uh, I think if Mike were here, he would have he would wanted me he would have wanted me to start with the main well, event. Before we... But before we even do that, before we even do that, let's speculate on what the Bowdens might, might be, guys. I know you guys were talking about this a little bit uh, off camera. This is some behind-the-scenes magic for you. Uh, this was, okay, there was only this was 12 fights. 11 fights went to the judges. That doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. it's a bad card, but I think if anyone actually watched yeah. a lot of these decisions, they yeah. could tell you it was not a great card. There were, there were 11 fights, 11 fights. Eleven. I'm sorry, we lost McKinney, yeah. uh, Ferris Zim, of course. Uh, eleven fights, ten decisions, ten decisions. Mm-hmm. That's a that's not a, even the most of the year. Not even the most of the year, but I mean, out of I mean, there's only, but percentage wise, yeah, pretty, it's up pretty, there. pretty heavy. One one finish. I believe it was MMA decisions that tweeted. Uh, this is the first time ever that there's been this many decisions and only one. Uh, finish on a card so that sounds believable to me uh so let's go let's talk bonuses guys uh i think some you know one of them obviously pretty obvious two of them pretty obvious what are we gonna do with this other one i'm uh, gonna casey, go what? out well i'm gonna go go, i was gonna throw it to kate i was gonna throw it to casey but jose go ahead you just jump in whenever you want uh jose go ahead what do you what are you saying for bonuses go ahead uh i think casey and i both obviously the two tally santos <laughs> and Giannis grant is gonna get the, but then like the i think 
I think Casey, you said Vieta. I could see that just because you kind of yeah, smacked thought, up a former champ. I mean, if you had to give it to somebody, I would give it to Vieira, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, otherwise, the UFC is just going to pocket the money. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all. I mean, or, or I mean, I know they won't do it, but give a fight of the night to the main event. Freak it, they're the main event. That's why that's why people showed up. I don't know. Um, I was gonna or, say give a hundred give a hundred thousand to Santos. Ooh. If you're only gonna reward, if they only want to reward a finish, and her win was really good. I mean, I thought that was very impressive. I know a lot of people. She was one of the bigger favorites on the card. A lot of people were predicting her to to, to beat uh, JoJo, but uh, I, I thought jo- I guess maybe because I thought JoJo would do better. I, I know a lot of people said that this would be a dominant win for uh, for Tyla Santos, but uh, she looked great and and might be the next title challenger. So, I, I, how about this? Okay, fight of the night clearly, uh, Giannis Grant. Sure. performance yes. santos easy mm-hmm. the other performance for the first time ever we're going to give it to michael chiesa for winning by pride <laughs> rules and since we'll get the money because right, clearly right. if that if that was a pride scorecard michael chiesa wins that fight i think we can agree let's, on that one casey let's talk about the co-main event because uh, gonna, oh, again, wait, wait, look, michael, michael wait, no, no, we're no, skipping look, the main mike's, event mike's not here we can jump oh. all over <laughs> this is not a mike heck show this is an ak lee show, show. Right? And, and, and a lot of people were saying they would have loved that this had been the main event they would have and if loved it was five rounds and case and brady had gotten five rounds especially after watching it it could have been mm-hmm. a totally different story my case as you said looked great and by the way i would argue not even on pride rules i think you could make a case that he won on the unified Just, rules I do, I do think the second round he did actually pretty well did quite a bit of damage but not as much the third round third round a clear case uh, first round i think clear brady's I, I thought the second round was closer but so much I, control I, uh and and positional advantage by uh by brady by the hard uh, shots were landed by kiesa and damage is supposed no to be question. the most dominant uh most the priority in scoring fights no so. question i don't think a case scorecard is crazy uh, uh jose what did you see did you think this was a really convincing win for brady or uh, as an argument for kiesa did did did, did, did what was something gained here by by the win for brady i mean just the fact that we're even having an argument that it could be for Chiesa is is, that's the answer right there i Mm. scored it for sean brady uh he basically out Chiesa michael Chiesa if that makes sense like it was very like (laughs) what he did to michael Chiesa is essentially what michael Chiesa did to neil magny uh over five rounds like if this was a five round fight michael Chiesa is gonna win this fight uh he just obviously he ran out of time uh i don't know sean brady was is a very uber and talented fighter. Obviously, he's undefeated. Uh, this is the biggest win of his career, obviously. I'm just saying a lot of obvious things right now. But I don't think he's going to be vaulted into the top five after this win, if that if that makes sense. No, I, 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 I would be very surprised if anyone put him in there. You know what uh, I he... want to watch, though? Mm-hmm. Daniel Rodriguez versus Sean Brady. Ooh. <laughs> just I, all I the tattoos in the world. Yeah, I like, I, <laughs> I like that Styles clash. I like those. I like those. Yeah, yeah I love definitely. that fight. I like. I like They're I like also like, like Daniel Garcia is a pretty massive welterweight, and I want to see Sean Brady tangle with like a because obviously Mike Case is a very tall, lanky guy, but Daniel mm-hmm. Rodriguez is a is a thick boy. I want to see Mike uh, Sean Brady tangle with him. Uh, Casey, you're yep. saying you think there there was a, a case a case again pride rules or regular rules. He he was he looked very good and he won. Yeah, he clearly I mean, won. He clearly did the most damage. Uh, do you, do you, I mean, what did you see from, I, I want to know first what you thought of, like, how much did this do for Brady? Did this fight, did, was this fight still a good fight for Brady? Oh, it was an awesome fight for Brady. Um, it did, it, going to this fight, we, I think we were asking the question, you know, is this a make or break fight for Kiesa? You know, what do we, what do we call it? Um, 
uh, crossroads? Like crossroads fight, yeah. Crossroads. It was a crossroads fight for, for, for not for Brady, I'm sorry, for Kiesa. And I said it was if he loses. I was like, oh, he's compl- like, we're not going to see him in a, you know, a contender's fight for a long time if he loses this fight. I'm wrong. I think this was the type of loss that uh, even though he gets to L, I don't think you, I don't think you would say Sean Brady is leaps and bounds above Kiesa as far as no. skill set. And I, I think obviously Sean Brady's a very talented welterweight and a, an elite welterweight. I think we got, the, I think we got to see that tonight. He's off. He's not. He's not a fully formed. You know, uh, not fully formed. He's not. He's not. He hasn't hit his full potential. But um, fully formed. He hasn't person. evolved yet. Yeah, he's evolved yet. There's still, you know, but, but Brady's been out for a while. Embryo. You know, he's, he's, embryo. He's, he's, an, an, he's an embryo. embryo. Still. He's, he's still a fetus. Yeah. yeah, he's still a fetus in there. Um, <laughs> Kiesa, Kiesa, just um. Just didn't have. It wasn't his best night, but even I think on his, this wasn't his best performance. But even on his kind of non-best performance, he arguably won that fight and definitely busted up Sean Brady more than he got busted up. Yeah, he got he lost by he lost in positional positions, but if you go and just get punched in the face, you know, Kiesa still won. And um, yeah, then Brady just um looks like he still has holes in his striking defense that he's gonna need to you know fix up and um. I don't want to say um, he needs a better gas tank because he he did train for three rounds, so he did everything right. You know, you win the first two rounds, you can just survive the third round. Uh, but obviously, Kiesa just has a massive gas tank, and um, the the man is built for five rounds. So, yeah, look, I, this it's very weird that that uh, Brady did get the unanimous decision win, but uh, it, it 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 seems to have raised more questions about him than raised for Kiesa. Obviously, we we know more about Mike Kiesa. Uh, so I guess this only reinforced some of the things we already knew about him, but it is strange that, uh, this was supposed to answer some things about Brady and maybe for some people it did, but it seemed to also have raised uh, a lot of questions. I, I thought it was a good performance, but I, I know what you guys are saying. Uh, there's some room for interpretation there and it does feel like he's, he's going to be in the top 10 for sure. Uh, even in our rankings, uh, uh Kesa was number eight. So, so Brady was going to at least, uh, jump over him unless Kesa just drops behind him. Um, but uh, it does feel like he's he's farther from uh, Kamar Usman, who was cage side today, and I don't think was uh, was sweating Sean Brady too much at this at this stage of their careers. No. Uh, we can talk about this a bit more, guys. But let, all right, you're right. We should talk about the main event. Uh, maybe not the most uh, exciting fight. Uh, a good performance, I think, for the winner. Not, and I don't think a terrible performance by the loser either. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Jose, just give me your overall assessment of what we saw in those last uh, 25 minutes there. Uh, it just looked like Misha had taken a lot of time off and came in, uh, came in and fought Mayor Nono, who was on her way out, probably, you know, on the, on the other side of 40. And Misha State was supposed to look good in that fight. She looked really good in that fight. And then she came in and fought Caitlin Vieira, who's fought and, uh, who's been very active the last few years and has fought the best of the best the last few years. And it's just different generations. Like a lot of the fighters in this top 135 weren't fighting or weren't in a lot of, they were all fighting. They weren't in the top 10 yet when Misha State retired initially and now she's back and Kaitlyn has kind of fought all these guys like she got knocked dead by it NAL Donna but a lot of these guys she's already fought and maybe the game's evolved maybe she's just this in the prime of her career and Misha Tate was a step behind her. I don't think Misha Tate is by any means outside of the top 10 uh, maybe outside of the top 7 but Kaitlyn Vieta was just the better prime fighter in this generation of MMA Casey uh, your thoughts your thoughts on that the whole situation overall um, I expected Tate to win this fight in kind of a grindy up against the cage wrestling uh, match, and 
Vieira was better than was better at stopping um, Tate's uh, wrestling um, to the point where I think Tate really only really shot in and really made strong attempts for takedowns. Maybe what three or four times in the fight at most. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, maybe not the last two rounds at all. Um, the problem with Vieira, it's 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 almost like I, I said it's going into the fight. There's something. Just I don't know. I don't, it sounds bad, but it's something uninspiring about the way she fights. You feel like there's just. I, I think Dean, Dean, uh, Dean Thomas kind of alluded to this. There was some like she's like she just wish she had more confidence in her power, more confidence in who she, who she is as a as a fighter. Clearly, her jab seems to be one of the best jabs in um, the bantamweight division. And that jab was just that jab, and that uppercut left uh, was an uppercut left hook she was throwing was just hitting Misha all the time. And you just wish she was she just had more confidence into you. you could you just you heard um, um, Vieira's coaches just yell. You, you, I couldn't understand them, but it doesn't sound like they were they were doesn't sound like she was listening to her coaches and her coaches just kept yelling at her like just do this do this don't go for takedowns. I think she lost that yeah. first round or the, maybe the second round when she went for kind of a takedown for no real good reason and Misha kind of got back control or kind of got that hip ride from it. Um, yeah, that's the kind of the problem with Vieira. It's not that she's not a title contender. It's just. I'm just not interested in watching her fight. You know, yeah. I know she's good, and, and like it sounds, it's it's hard to explain, but I think you're kind. Of, I think everyone kind of feels <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. And the problem is, like she's beating Misha Tate, who's not the biggest bantamweight in the world, and she's beating Sajar Eubanks, who's not the biggest bantamweight in the world, and she got like outside of those two, she's fought of the elite bantamweights in the world. She's fought in Yana, who's probably she's fought at 145 before. And then she got absolutely smashed by Irene. Mm -hmm. Like, she was asleep. So I think people, her most memorable moment in the UFC is getting her lights turned out. Yeah, which unfortunately, is, you yeah. Never, you never want that. Yeah. Yeah, and when she does win, it's just kind of, yeah, okay. And it's, it seems like this, it was just 25 minutes and there wasn't really any true highlights from the fight. Um Okay. Yeah, Casey, as you kind of said, even her corner was telling her, you need, like, I think they knew she was doing well. This is, this is around like the third round, I think, I think after the third round, but they were like, you need to go forward more. So it's like, even though they knew she was doing well, they wanted to see more, which I think sums yeah. up kind of what you're saying and what everyone watching was saying, like, uh, whether they thought she was winning the fight or not, they're def it's definitely like, it, like should, should, should Ketlin Vera not be doing better? She seems to be controlling the striking and yet not not going for a finish, not really asserting herself. Again, should she have to? That's another story altogether. I did feel she was winning the fight for the most part. Uh, Tate, a great effort, very tough, a lot of volume, um, but was just getting hit harder. I do feel like uh, Vieta was doing most of the damage. Uh, the commentary did not do Ketlin Vieta any favors. Uh, boy, I, 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 I do not know. Cormier, at one point, he had two very strange moments where he was, one, he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, her corner's yelling something at her. Uh, in Brazilian... I don't know what it is, and like and like and Brendan Fitzgerald like specifically got out of his way. He was like, "Go ahead, DC. You're, you're hearing something." It's like, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're saying something Brazilian." Uh, I don't know what. It's very aggressive, and I'm like, "Good, is Brazilian good job, language? DC. Good job. Yeah, great. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He might have said Portuguese. I don't want to misquote. I don't want to misquote. So we got we got bonuses. We got bonuses. We do. But hold on. Before he said, and the other thing he he was uh, was yeah he said was saying this weird thing like we're judging Vera on this weird curve because of her history and like literally everyone on Twitter I saw at the time was like what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know uh, that meant either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw the bonuses. Go ahead, Jose. If you want, you'd like to uh, read them out, please. Uh, two bonuses. Fight of the night. Grant Yanez. Forms of the night, uh, Talia Santos. 
Yeah, they're keeping that. Keeping they that kept the fifty DVDs. grand. They, oh, that's it. The, they're keeping it for the uh, for their own Christmas. Uh. God, the UFC can't believe them. Like, Wait, hey, we don't, we don't. that's how that's how you make that's how you make the biggest profits ever. You just stop giving out bonuses. Like, yeah, whatever. Do we do we know she's not getting hundred thousand? We don't necessarily know that. Like, I sincerely doubt it. We don't know that, right? Yeah, I don't know that. Also, to surprise to no one, Misha Tate has been transported to the hospital to undergo yes. a CT scan. Yes, and, and and good. It was it was a tough fight. She took a lot of lot of hard shots to the head. So uh, especially uh, yeah, for uh, the later rounds, for sure. Yeah, and unfortunately, I believe, won't be, yeah, I believe Dana White is not on site, so there will be okay. no Dana White convo. All right, so this is going to be a real corker of a press conference. Uh, you guys can check that out later. Stick with us, please, for now. You guys can check out the uh, press conference highlights later. We'll write we'll uh, we'll uh, write some of that stuff up. But pretty much what we expected with the bonuses, guys. Uh, fight of the night, of course, Giannis Grant, and then uh, the one finish got the one bonus. I think give her a hundred grand. Yeah, I don't think hundred grand, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about the rest of the main card. Uh, we've talked about everyone except uh, Haniyaya. Uh, thirty-seven year, this thirty-seven-year-old wonder uh, fighting uh, Kyung Ho Kang, who's actually not, not, not Hani Yaya. What's his name? What's his name, Jose? Oh, hi, Hani Yahoo. Auto Craig gets you again. I was <laughs> making some there. coffee and I tweeted it, and then my phone started to blow up, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let that exist. So, Hani Yahoo. This the victorious Hani Yahoo uh, over Kyung Ho Kang. Uh, you know, again, not a super exciting fight, but man, it is fun to see. It's still fun to see uh, Yaya every time he's in there. Just find a way to win these fights because the, uh, Kang, a bigger guy, I think stronger guy, uh, won the first round. And then somehow Yaya just. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Oh, no, sorry. One, I think I think Kang won the second round, I think. I'm, I'm straight yeah. up in my head. But Regardless. Kang clearly won one of the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but yeah, yeah, man, that, uh, that grappling, it's pretty good. 
It's pretty good. I felt like Yaya, when he gets hit, because Kane hit him hard a few times, and he gets hit, he kind of plays uh, possum a bit. He kind of acts like he's hurt more than he is and then Kang started pounding and uh, started doing ground and pound jumped in his guard maybe or got kind of above him and then of course you know Yaya like, ah it's a trap and he pulls him in and I felt like Kang fell for that like multiple times if like, he'll beat him up and then he'll get way too close and then he gets taken down and then you know then it's all Yaha it's all Yaha <laughs> right in that anymore. third round uh, Kang was hurting him and then he and then he does a great job stuffs a takedown beautiful textbook mm-hmm. sprawl but doesn't get up out of the sprawl quickly enough kind of tries to hang on to Yaya yeah. Yaya, a beautiful, uh, you would know how to explain this better than I would, Casey, just this beautiful reversal. Somehow, it's like it seems like spins their bodies around mm-hmm. as they're getting up and ends up on top, uh, like holding, like he's in small position all of a sudden. Uh, it's just amazing, his grappling. And, and Kang, probably his game plan could have been a bit sharper. Uh, uh, Jose, what? what do you think of WC, the ageless Yaya's performance? W- yeah. WEC never die, Ronnie Yaya. Definitely Everyone not. keeps talking about WEC vets. And also, K1 vet, Ronnie Yaya. Yeah, Yaya. K1 vet. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone thank forget. You, Jungle Fight, Heroes, K1, WEC, <laughs> UFC. Fight, like, yeah. dude's fought freaking everywhere. Like, well, well, I'm pretty sure he's made his debut. Remember they used to do, like, Fight for the Troops? Like, those type things. Oh, my things. gosh. I'm pretty sure he fought, like, Mike Brown on that card. Like, that's how long Whoa. he's been fighting. Like that's how long he's been fighting. the The man is is, the man is a wizard. He also seems down to fight anybody, like because there there were moments where like I know he lost to Joe Soto somewhere in there, but he had like, mm-hmm. what seven out of eight w- were wins, and he's, yeah. none of them I don't think were even remotely household names, outside of like losing to Joe Soto and Ricky Simone. Like he seems down to just fight anybody at any point. So uh, good on Ronnie Yaya. And uh, my stories about him were like, remember when uh, this old show used to do the A-side and Shorty Torres used to be on? He used to talk about how, like, on Tuesdays he would have to grapple Ronnie Yaya and then on Wednesdays he'd have to spar with Edson Barbosa. And I was like, what's worse? And he's like, oh, absolutely rolling with Ronnie Yaya. It's like (laughs) you just drown for five hours. (laughs) Like like yeah. Shorty Torres, it's one of those guys where she said Shorty Shorty was like I I've debated like quitting after like rolling with him because you just there's nothing you can do. Is how many yeah, UFC vets are still left it? in the UFC? That's a good question. Yeah, like Cub Swanson, Aldo, Korean, zomb- Korean Zombie, Zombie, yeah. Zombie Aldo, Cub, Someone is asking. Sorry, I just see a comment. Someone was asking. Yeah. I wonder if the crowd got paid to be there. I just want to answer in the comments. Apparently, tickets actually cost upwards of two thousand dollars. Oh, you have so, no, dude. So, all right. I'm glad you brought this up. I wanted to talk about this because please. I was at. I've been at a lot of these fights, uh, and I was at the last one. And it's a, if you're a fight fan, it's an awesome experience. Like outside of like paying like two thousand dollars, like you go and there's like fighters, like you can mingle with the fighters. It's like a like a, a side room with like food that you can like eat and then go out and sit cage side and you can like pose with belts and take photos. It's like a cool merch shop. Obviously, I would never pay like two thousand, three thousand dollars. Maybe I would pay two thousand dollars to watch like Max Holloway and Yaya Rodriguez fight, maybe like a fight like that, or like TJ Dillashaw, Corey Sanhagen. But if you're in Vegas and you have like three thousand, two thousand dollars to just spend and you're a huge MMA fan. And this sounds like I'm just plugging the UFC, but I was like honestly really surprised at how much access fans got to like fans and like fighters and all that stuff. So it's honestly not that bad of a time if you're a fight fan outside of the ticket price. Yeah, it sounds like a cool experience. And again, it is outside the ticket price. Yeah, and it's like, but 
But it, like last week, you I had gotcha. just an insane fight week, and like everyone there was like, like by the time everyone left, they were all like best friends, like all because like it's such a. There's only like 400 people there. You just end up knowing everybody. It's kind of cool. Yeah, again, like I said, good experience. Uh, t- tonight's card, probably not the best. Let's. Uh, we've talked about the main card. We'll get to uh, listener questions in a second. What are you talking about? Tonight's card is a great. If you, if you if price, look how many fight, look how many rounds of MMA you got to see. This is true. All, all these first round knockouts, <laughs> man. You're not getting short change, man. Like this is the you're, best, man. Like you want everybody to go to the decision. You you want but you want a bunch of eye pokes. You want those five minute, sure. you know, five minute, five minute, you know, sure, eye, sure. Poke, eye poke clock. Yeah. One of your friends went to one of the more recent uh, fight night cars. Like, man, some of the fights I saw only last like thirty five seconds. Dude. I saw like I saw like a two like a ninety second submission. What you saw? Uh... You saw like seven t- fifteen minute long fights. Lucky. Oh, what? It's, it's kind of a it's because when you enter the when you enter the apex, Casey. I don't think you when you went to the Connor fight with me. It was a big enough card that we had to go to that other room. But the the normal media room is to the left when you walk in. Yeah, and all of the fans have to enter right next to it. And it's very weird when they're all like looking in and they're like banging on the window and they're like, "Is that John Morgan? Is that Jose? Is that Oscar?" I'm just like, "Yeah, like we're just like zoo animals to like MMA fans." <laughs> Oh gosh, guys! I was going to transition to the. Uh, were there any under uh, preliminary highlights? I guess we can go to the questions right now. I do see Natalie Duran asking the question do, of the do, day. Do we want to go? Do, do we want to go to it? Yeah, let's just, let's just go to the question. This, I mean, there's there's some positive. There was. All right, let's well, go to it. We, Here we, we go. Can talk about it. Here we go. Here we go. Let's just get this out of the way. Throw it up. Let's go. Natalie Duran wants to know what is your reaction to the Cody Durden uh, post fight interview? I, I hate to even repeat this and give this guy any extra publicity. For anyone who didn't see it, he wins a hard-fought decision over uh, Ari, Ari Kileng. I'm sorry, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, and then uh, DC is interviewing him first. Who do you want to call out? Good stuff. I want to talk to Jeff Molina. He said he's going to put his nuts on my head. Uh, that was awkward enough. And then uh, I asked him about his opponent. He says, uh, oh, he fought well, but uh, I, I had to send him back to China where he came from. Mm. Super, super long awkward pause after and the groan uh, the, the groan oh, you heard <laughs> you whoever was there you heard a loud groan uh, mm. i think dc wisely kind of just like took the mic away he didn't uh, i think he didn't know what to say and i don't blame him on this instance uh the commentary team didn't know what to say they kind of addressed it after just kind of mentioned what an odd statement it was I didn't know, like but... call out durden but obviously the reaction on uh, social media pretty immediate uh, a lot of fighters saying mm. yo that was that was pretty racist uh, he crossed the line. They, I want to beat this guy up. Some callouts. So uh, it was good to see that because, uh, Casey, you know, we can kind of speak as as uh, Asian Americans or Asian Canadian, however people want to say it. Uh, it, 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 it. It was it was shocking. It, it kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> I was just wasn't expecting that kind of. Co- Casey, you can go first. Give me please. Give me your thoughts um, on this. Yeah, basically, it's, just, it's racist as fuck. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I don't know why you would say that. You just fought. You just fought a great. You fought. It was a good grindy fight. You fought. It was a good hard fought win. I don't understand that. Like we just saw last week, we saw Max Holloway defeat Yair Arias. What did Max Holloway do? Hey man, you rule. I'm like Viva Viva La Mexico. Max Holloway didn't go go back to Mexico, Yair. Like it wasn't. <laughs> it's was, it was just like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And and obviously, you look. Um, people went through Durden's um, his uh, social oh, media post, and it gets way worse. Really? It just gets way worse. Oh my so, goodness! So um, yeah, uh, he can claim it wasn't. I know what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what? But but you know. But I will say this: it, this is the U, the UFC is a private. Oh, I guess they're a private company. Uh, whatever. They're 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 their own business. 
if this is how they want to handle things, and that's how, that's that's on them, and it's on us. We can comment on it and stuff, but that's how the UFC wants to run business. And if they're okay with that, they're okay with that. Me myself, as an Asian American, ah, no, I don't like it. Don't like it at all. I don't. I don't want to see it in the sport. And um, yeah, it was racist. That's all. And look, and look, people have to know there's a big difference between saying. First of all, I saw some people saying, "What people? What if he said, uh, you know, go back to some other place?" I'm like, "Have you ever heard someone say I had to send him back to Ohio? I had to send yeah, him back like- to Florida? It's never come up. It's never come." So, someone give me an example that's similar to this, and I'll be like, "Okay, I, I guess there's some and, parallel." And we, that does not happen. And this is and let's not be let's not be stupid. We we know it. What we know what it meant is like don't it's just a, don't don't play coy, you know. We 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 like we 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 live in society. We know we, we know what's going on in the world. We know what, uh, the, the 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 racial hate crimes have gone across you know North America, Canada mm-hmm. too. You know uh, here in in Canada. Yeah, it's just it sucked and um, it was disappointing. And that's it. Just disappointing. When you tell someone to go back to their own country, whether it's China, Me- Mexico, I don't know anything, whatever they have to be from, Poland, I don't care. There's a, there's a there's a racial, xenophobic, whichever you you know, however you want to phrase it, uh, element to it. Cody Durden has to know that uh, it was very enforced. So he did speak about it a little bit at the post fight press conference. Our, our good pal Oscar Willis did press him on the matter, and he was just kind of like, "Hey man, if people have a problem with it, just call me out." I think he's really afraid of fighters, not fans. He's like, "Call me out, sign the dotted line, like you know, let's settle this in the settle this in, in the cage and all that." And uh, uh, oh, I didn't mean anything racial by it. That's what he said when um, he just said no when when Oscar asked him uh, was it was it was there a racist sentiment there? <laughs> Oscar pretty much just calling him out. He's like, "No, no." And then he later took to Twitter and did the non apology if anyone was offended i'm sorry i apologize if you were offended not not i know i said something wrong i messed up uh and uh, that only led to people digging up his old tweets uh, jose I, I would love to get your opinion on this jose you did you did watch that segment as it happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what uh, let me know man what's your reaction uh i mean obviously there's it's despicable like there's no room for it and i feel like a lot of people on twitter were like oh there's no room for this and MMA, I'm like, I'm per- there's no room for this in just life. Like, take the sports out of it. Uh, uh, a lot of it, it was good to see a lot of his fellow fighters calling him out because yes. a lot of people kind of view MMA fighters as like, you know, there's like that stigma. It's like a bunch of like just idiot, like f- people that lock themselves and get in a cage fight. Like, pretty for Jared Gordon was like, said, like, said something like a Tyler Durden making white people look like idiots once again and stuff like that. And <laughs> like, Bilal Muhammad called him out. Uh, Casey O'Neill called him out. And now a lot of people are digging up past tweets that he said. So the dude is a clown. The dude is a turd. Uh, called out Jeff Molina. Jeff Molina was already about it. He's like, I will mess this fool up. So uh, I don't particularly care if he fights again in the UFC or not, because I would imagine if even if he gets one more fight, he gets smacked up that badly. Uh, he's probably not going to be in the UFC much longer. But yeah, I wouldn't be. I, but at the same time, like it, the fact that I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC kept him around is jarring. And the unfortunate part, and this sucks that I have to say this, uh, but this is prize fighting, and unfortunately. This worked, yeah. For Corey Durden, 100%. we're I'm, talking about. I, him. I, I'm going to remember his name now, and the next time he fights, be it Jeff Molina, be it Casey O'Neill, I don't give a, whatever. It's I'm going to watch his fight, unfortunately. And so, if if getting eyes to watch your fight is the is the end game here, it worked. But yeah, 
I don't. The sad thing is, I don't even think it's that. And and, and look, the, you're right though. We're talking about Cody Durden more than we ever thought we would uh, heading into the show. By the way, Jose, you also called him Tyler Durden at one point. How <laughs> dare you be smart to good? Tyler Durden may be an imaginary piece of crap. As far as we know, he is not a xenophobe. Not actually, you know, he probably he, actually he probably is. Now that, <laughs> Tyler Durden probably is a xenophobe. Anyway, maybe, yeah, but maybe. don't be smart to the good name of Tyler Durden. Oh, that was sure. not implicit. That's not implicit. You say good name. Of, Tyler Durden is one of those characters club. where if if, if yes. you are really into like the Joker or Tyler Durden, oh, or this is true. Yeah. Rick from yeah, Rick yeah. and Morty, like you're an asshole. So like move on with your life. <laughs> All right. So are we good? Are, uh, we, anyway, talking, are we good talking about Durden? I, I, I think we can. Move I'm ready. On. To, I'm ready. I, I I'm ready I, to. Yeah. It's a pretty clear cut issue, but All right, uh, so. guys, don't 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 be, don't be like that. Yeah. You know, don't be like that. Don't be like that. All right. Um. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Uh, man, uh, a, lot of, just a, lot of, um, a lot of critique on this card. It seems like just fans mm. just... I think coming off last was was last week Holloway yeah year was that last week yes, yes okay yes. sorry and some of the um, other amazing the back to back pay per views were just a couple of weeks ago yeah I so back to back pay per views and amazing fight night last week we were you know we, I think we were all kind of riding a high I think we we're due for a just a a card and I think we got one today yeah it's just that's just how it is um whole car was miserable yeah I mean. I, I like I, it. I, I, I uh, sorry, that was. Uh, I want to read that guy's comment before Derek Johnson said this card was uh, forgettable. Uh, yeah, but you, you got to remember for the UFC, it's bad. But also, we were talking about this in the pre-fight, Casey. That people don't, re- they will forget this card, but they'll, they, they're not going to. But they won't. Uh, no one's going to look back and go like, "Oh man, remember how crappy that uh, Tate uh, Vera card was?" Like four months, or like two months from now, no one's going to remember that. People only remember when the UFC, again, delivers one of those cars that nobody's talking about, and then it turns out to be good, and then they're like, oh, they always – this is where the adage of all the – when they don't hype up a card, it always turns out to be good. So I should start keeping track of cards like this <laughs> that aren't very hyped up and don't turn out to be good because uh, it just isn't true. Uh, and again, with respect to all the fighters who competed on the card except for Cody Durden, of course, um, it just wasn't a very good card. It wasn't yeah. a very good card. Uh, hold on a second. Um Oh, Lucas yeah. Shield. Lucas, I am going to uh, – I said he's going to be mentioned on, on to the next one as well. He wants to know – I didn't want to go in on this either. We try, we try to keep a positive space, but it has mm-hmm. to be mentioned. Uh, how atrocious was the commentary? Weird take on the main. Missing Brady's striking in the co-main. Just a lot of weird moments. Jose, what was what was going on with with uh, I, I want to say specifically DC. No, it was specifically DC. Like, yes. I, don't know what, I don't know what it's been, but lately these – DC has been way off. Like even at 268, 268, yeah, it was that MSG card. There were some bad moments in there, but like the the post fight interviews, like when he does the interview that Rogan normally does, when he go up to the fighters, how many times did you watch that where he just didn't know what to say? He was he was like, "So you won. What are your thoughts? 
And then he would just hold the mic. And then, like, he tried to shake Talia Santos' hand, like, four times, and she just didn't know what was happening. Like, it wasn't the best night for Daniel Cormier. And even, like, Fitzgerald, he, like, what did he, what did he, he's like, yeah, Misha Tate, like, she had a main event, her first fight back. And Fitzgerald's like, no, that was yeah. co-main event. And then he's like, all right, co-main event. And then, who is it? He's like, uh, so I took, he's like, Fitzgerald, do you watch all the fights? And Fitzgerald was like, what? Do I watch all the fights? I don't go back and watch fights. I'm at the fights. I know what happens. And he goes, you remember the fights? He goes, yeah, I have to commentate them. He goes, oh, I don't remember anything. It just wasn't great. <laughs> it just wasn't great. wasn't a great night for Daniel Cormier. At least when DC is just off, at least he's still charming. And yeah, that's what, it was that's, very, that, that, that's very what much like, yeah, you're very much like, oh, Daniel, you're trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, I, you know what? You're a few, four, champ champ, one of the greatest fighters of all time. You got a, you got a little bit of a pass, but man, like it, it was the last few weeks have been rough for Daniel Cormier. I like DC uh, when there's a third person in there. Someone maybe like a Felder or not, a Cruz yes. or, or Cruz not, or someone. Not Joe maybe, Rogan. Not Rogan, not Rogan. Someone not Rogan. Help. And Felder wasn't on his game in September either. This like Because Felder was like – because like I'm glad Felder didn't commentate this fight because it would have been rough. It, he would have been overly complimented to Sean Brady. Oh, like, yeah. He's, like, like Philadelphia guys, he gets you can't he can't hide it. Yeah. I think Bisbing and Felder are great together. I really yeah, do. Yeah. Listen, yeah, and, DC, as soon as, and as soon as someone goes for a takedown, DC is like, he won the round. DC, I think we all agree. Again, an amazing fighter, good personality. Seems like a really nice guy. Uh, commentary is hard. Commentary is really hard. It is very and so, hard. It is. So well, let's acknowledge this is a guy who does I, – I know he's, he's had a lot of shows to work on over the last couple of years, but is still relatively new to the commentary game. So he's bad. I don't think it's unfair to say he's bad at it. Uh, and that's not to say he can never get better, but I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think we have to because we like him so much. I don't think we have to pretend like, oh, he's doing a really great job. It's like he's he's bad. He's he's bad. The, the post fight interviews are not easy. When he when when someone tells him they don't have a call out, uh, he really has to just let it go. You know, he can't push him back. Are you sure? sure. Are you uh, sure you don't uh, have a call uh, out? It's like uh. it's like this is this is so uncomfortable. This is so uncomfortable. Uh, so I, I, mean, I think he can get better, but he definitely has to be criticized and and, and I, just uh, study the I'm criteria. Very, Please, yeah, DC, study more, the scoring criteria. One last thing on this. I'm really glad we're get, he's getting all of this out on these kind of cards. You know, like pay-per-views, yeah, he's had some rough moments, but like these are the cards you want to make mistakes. These are the cards to make them on. All right. Yeah. Joseph Bose, thank you. Some positivity here. How much of a badass is Lupe Godinez? Three fights in seven weeks. Went two and one. That's right. Three fights in 40, I think three fights in 42 days, I believe, mm -hmm. a UFC record. Um so, uh, yes, amazing. I, I, I've questioned both her and Sam Hughes for taking these fights on short notice and so quickly. Did not work out for Sam Hughes again. Lupita, uh, Lupi, I should say, I think I think I picked a good style matchup to do it on. Uh, yeah. uh, Jose, what do you think of Lupi Godinez tonight? Yeah, I mean, it was – I mean, she's she's a Mexican woman. She's clearly, like, the toughest person on planet Earth right there. Uh, so, but, yeah, I mean, she, I, it's, it's all about going to have to be the matchmaking because, like, we've seen these those fighters. Like, I can't remember what his name is. Who's the fighter that has the big New Mexico flag on his chest? Real young kid. Rivera? He's not in the UFC anymore. Rivera? Jimmy, is it, not Jimmy Rivera, sorry. Not was Jimmy Rivera. Jerome Rivera. Jerome Rivera. Jerome Rivera. Oh, lanky kid? Yeah, Jerome Rivera. What do we... Uh, 
that's he had like th- he had a recent? bunch of fights like he got cut like recently because he had a ton of fights like uh Joe, you're Joe Rivera I think you're talking about yeah like don't, that whoever ran his career needs to like dial it back because that's how you get a fight he's like a really young fighter and what what did he have like four fights and like 15 months or something yeah, like that three, three different weight classes three different yeah. weight classes <laughs> like that's not how to do it like loopy seems down to scrap no matter what uh but she's in a weight class that's not overly stacked so maybe she's just trying to whack, rack up a bunch of wins and like smash her way to the top uh obviously dana white will love her for it but she if i'm her coach you gotta and she wants to keep doing this you're not a Hamza that can just go in there and smash everybody. You got to be a little more selective because she's not like she's going out there and just starching people. She's like, like, like she was clearly lost the striking matchup to Loma. And then she just had, she had to take her down. And Loma's also should be an atom weight. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. She's about five one and doesn't look necessarily the most ripped straw straw weight because she's an atom weight. But um, yeah, she, and, she, and she actually did an amazing job dealing with uh, uh, Loopy's wrestling at first. Yeah. I thought Loopy would take her down easy. Uh, she 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 stuffed her. She reversed her. I think in one of the later rounds. I, I, Loma's a really good fighter, but I do think this was a smart matchup for uh, for Lupe Godinez, who, by the way, so that's her first four fights. I think that we we kind of said one of the reasons why they uh, they might want to do this is get get their first few fights out, maybe on another contract. Maybe Lupi Godinez is heading into uh, 2022, you know, ready to negotiate some more money. So maybe she did the right thing. I don't know. Maybe. What do we see as the ceiling for Lupi or, or or Loma? Do we? I I, I kind of see him in the same place. I don't I don't I didn't really kind of I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, someone had to win the fight, you know, and Lupi won. But honestly, I didn't. Neither performance made me think that. Either are they're going to be top, they're not going to be top ten fighters by the end of twenty twenty two. I think they're they're, no, they're no. UFC quality fighters, but I, I just don't see them, you know, being way up there. Did you? Yeah, get and I think that's, I think that's yeah. fine. This is what this is what Loopy's ninth pro. How many fights? This is her, this is her ninth fight. So I mean, this card this card was exactly what it looked like uh, on the prelims. It had a lot of inexperienced people, a lot of fighters looking for their first UFC win. Um, again, it could only overachieve as it was. We kind of got what we expected with, from a lot of these guys, but uh, but uh, Lupi is definitely a badass. I think, that, I think that's, and, that's it. That's you got to remember, Loma is only twenty. Yeah, Loma is only twenty-five too. So mm-hmm. obviously the yeah yeah. And when Lupita uh, Lupita uh, Lupi is a little a little older, but yeah, both have only nine fights. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, one person won, one person lost. There's, but um, I think we're I feel like yeah. There's just like this well. group of there's just like this group of women that are all like clustered together at strawweight that one of them just needs to it's like her it's like these two and Mallory Martin and um Loopy and uh, Cheyenne Bays and Tabitha Ricci and I you could throw Pinero in there, Luana Pinero, who you could throw Pinero, Ma- Montserrat Ruiz, like all these mm-hmm. people that are like clustered together in one person. This needs to like break through and shine base can talk the talk, but she's obviously what she's one on one, something like that. Like Loopy's whole gimmick is pretty much being the Angela Hill cowboy of like that group of fighters and something needs to happen. Cause now that we lost like, L- like Lavinia Souza and Ra- uh, Randa Marcos are gone and Verna just lost. Like there's a lot of room to move up in that division. Brianna Van Buren's coming back yep. at some point. She had a baby mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. She did. She's a mama. Uh, actually, Casey, talk. Go ahead, yeah. Casey. What are you going to ask me? Oh, I, was like, I see. Oh, I see a question. I think it's more of a comment, but it kind of phrases a question. I do. Well, I do want to ask about this. Before we talk, before I want to, I want to talk about this lady because um, mm-hmm. she had the most impressive performance of the night. We really haven't talked about her too much. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, this kind of ties into what, what the other thing I was looking at. Joseph Boza asking, Tyler Santos looked good versus Joanne Wood. That rhymed. Uh, is she somebody that could fight for a title in 2022? Uh, I'll give my answer quick. Yep, definitely. Jose? <laughs> yeah, it's, especially, it's, it's more of the white class being so shallow and Valentina kind of blitzing through the division. But Talia Santos picks up two more wins. She's at a point where I wouldn't argue. It's not like she's just the next body up. Like, she would... She wins two more. Like I wouldn't. I'm not opposed to her fighting for the title. Also, by the end of 2022, 100, she's going to be in that mix. Casey, uh, how soon? How soon? Uh, tomorrow. Next. She, she, yeah, she. She's. She. If they would, if, if they gave her a title shot after our performance tonight, it would. Ma- it would be okay. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. I would make sense. Only- um, what, what she, what Santos has done in her last three fights, four fights in the UFC. Shevchenko, I think, would done has the same sort of dominance. And the part that really impresses, impresses me about Santos is not just standing; it's everywhere. Just her hands, mm-hmm. her wrestling, her grappling. It's full mixed martial arts, and she's done it all. It's not just you know she's oh if someone can get her down, you know, then we're gonna beat her. It doesn't it doesn't feel that way. She feels like she's a complete package. Now, obviously, there's a big jump up between you know Roxanne Latifari, Joanne Wood, Julian Robertson to freaking you know the queen bee you know shevchenko it's a big jump but you gotta make that jump sometime um it's up to really the ufc when they feel and, and santos's camp when they feel she's ready but yeah she's awesome the she fight is, yeah go on her last her last two fights she won with wrestling she won with wrestling yeah. the last two fights before this one yeah. the fight to make talia santos is andrew lee in houston in February oh. for the number one contender. Number one contender. Neither, there you go, neither, I, woman, have, neither woman had fought Valentina. You know, yeah. Andrew Lee wants to fight in Houston again. Uh, I think those are the two that, because, you know, Talia just had that. I mean, not Talia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Lee just had that big win last week. Talia had this big mm-hmm. win this week, so they're on the same sure. timeline. Or if you just want to book her against Alexa Grasso, who was supposed to fight JoJo anyway. I wouldn't hate that fight. just a fun fight. Yeah. Uh, I still want to see the JoJo uh, Grasso fight. I still think that fight should be made. So uh, either way, yeah, that, that all those names kind of still sort of still jumbled together. But she could get the title shot. Uh, Jennifer Maya did. Uh, Lauren Murphy did off wins off JoJo. Maybe Tyler Santos is next. Maybe that's the key. You beat JoJo. Uh, you get a title shot. And Kate, you, uh, have Kate, to, you might have to remind me, but I, I don't – I mean, no, I know JoJo's obviously lost fights before, lost close decisions. But she's been submitted. But I don't recall a fight her just getting just bombarded with strikes and power mm. strikes and just like yeah. really hurting JoJo like we saw tonight. And uh, I believe she had never been knocked down before. I believe I saw some people saying on yeah. social media she had actually never been knocked down before. She got knocked down twice in this fight. Yeah, and that was the first round fight, right? That was round yeah. one. Yeah, it was eleven yeah. seconds left there. Yeah, it was um, incredibly impressive from Santos. Um, unfortunately, you know, I think, I think we're all kind of fans of Jojo, but I think, you know, but sure. we, we all, we, we all looked at this thing like, Oh guys, this is a tough fight. And unfortunately for Jojo, it went as you know bad as we thought it was going to go for her. <laughs> but and I think, uh, was, was it on the MMA hour when Jojo was like, Oh, I was really excited to fight Alexa Grasso. And then we switched out and I don't know if it'll be as exciting. <laughs> and like, she's saying all this, I'm like, Oh, that is getting me up rough. Cause Talia Santos is. <laughs> hits yeah, really, really hard, hard yeah. people forget like she even yeah. said she's like i come from muay thai like i learned how to wrestle for mma but i come from a striking background i saw someone asking uh i apologize i think it was i, probably, I don't know who said it you can shout it out guys uh they were asking <laughs> i think it was maxim g in the comments who's saying uh was it a bad i guess it was a bad idea for her to uh get married during her training camp now i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know if that affected it what do you uh, uh, casey could that have you're a fighter now 
if you got if you got married if you got married now, do you think that would affect your fight coming up in February? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially if I'm fighting if I if I if I'm if you're if fighting I'm, Tyler if I'm, yeah, if I'm fighting if I'm a hundred twenty five pound woman, yes, I, I I I mean, but hey, man, you know, JoJo made her decisions and um I, I, I can't see how getting married two weeks before is going to be beneficial to a sure. fight camp and fighting Tyler ta- 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 yeah. Santos. I just don't see but, that. But not why she lost. Obviously, Tyler Santos is a great fighter. No, no. Right? Ty- you know, yeah, I, I just, I think, I, from what we saw tonight, any version of Tyler Santos meets think, any version of, of you know, jo- I think JoJo. What we've, I think what we've learned is that uh, A.K. Lee just doesn't believe in love. Ooh. No, 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 no. I don't believe I'll ever find love. That's a different question altogether. Uh, I think I think I think your true colors have shown, and you, and you and you just hate romance and love, and no. you want everyone to hate everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm because I'm jealous. That's that's that's, that's not a secret. That's yeah. that, that's that's not a, again. That's not subtext. That's right, just text. We're no longer. That's in my no longer, that's in my Twitter bio. That's in my Twitter. No bio. You brought it up, buddy. We're no longer the. He's no longer the prince of positivity. He's now the miser of MMA. A.K. Lee. Jeez. No, I love MMA. Wow. It's it's, it's life that's bringing me down. Uh, so Man, my keg leads are one week, and jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, I look. I, I look. My keg doesn't have to put up with this kind of chicanery. Rich P. Top tier. What's next for Tate after this loss tonight? Jose, you have all the answers. What do you think? What's going on with Misha Tate? Uh, did Yana? Yana's having a baby right now, right? So she's Correct. out. Uh, if Aspen Lad drops back down to 135, I mean, that's kind of the fight to make, right? There's beef there yeah. between both sides. Um, Macy Chazen, maybe, because Macy and Aspen Lad have been matched up a few times before Aspen jumps back up. Uh, maybe Rocky, the rematch of Rocky. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rocky won. It's a, the problem is, like, I selfishly want to watch the fight with Holly again, but Holly's on, like, the up like closer to a title shot than misha is and holly also might fight at 145 so i don't know if i'm i'm probably rocky or um macy or aspen but aspen's the fight to make if aspen goes back to 135 are we done thinking tate's ever gonna fight for a title or can she no. rack off a couple of wins and get not necessarily shots we, I'm, not, still, I'm not we, done she's still there I'm okay, not, that's, that's she's still, for me i think she's still in there Okay. She's very good. She's very talented. The UFC seems to like her, and she's very popular. Yeah, with fans. Um, so I think she's gonna. If she she if she wins two more, I think she gets a title shot. If she won today, she'd probably get a title shot. I, if I she be, if, if she gets the home fight, if she gets the home fight and won that one, she gets the title shot. Sure. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I know. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Javon, you don't find love, AK. Love finds you, dummy. Oh, that's thank true. you, Javon. That's that's very thoughtful. I oh God, I hope that's true. Uh, I was there was uh, I also wanted someone's comment, but this one I remember who said it. Uh, be back. Uh, sorry, this is kind of going back to the DC thing. They said uh, Cormier has not been the same since Ariel took his picture off of the uh, MMA uh, Hour wall. I don't know. Maybe let's go. I, I think if you I think if you do the timeline, I think it works out. Uh, replaced by uh, Pat McAfee. And uh, and uh, uh, Virna Janjarova, the island girl herself. Uh, let's do one last question, Casey. I one think we've, I think we've got. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Garrett Trammell, with I believe a Jimi Hendrix profile picture. I think the key is about is a prime argument for normalizing rematches. Ooh, if Casey uh, watches the tape and loses the knees, I think he wins. It would be a fun fight. Normalizing rematches gives way to so much. Uh, Jose, you seem to be nodding. I get it, but. 
it, this is in boxing, and like I feel like in, when you're all into the same UFC, like you win, you move up, and you move on. It's not a controversial decision. It's not Shogun Machida where like you know one guy won and it was so blatant that they ran it back. Or when who is it? Herb Dean like kind of screwed Saba Hamasi in one of those fights, so they ran it back immediately. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. wasn't that. Like Sean Brady just won a sporting event, like. Th- two rounds to one if that so i get it and i would love to see this rematch but not right away like sean brady won he gets to move up in the rankings mike chiesa lost he can there's other rematches for mike chiesa to take like what like mike chiesa rematching kevin lee at welterweight i wouldn't hate that considering they're both coming off l's right now uh sean brady was supposed to fight kevin lee before that fight fell out so they're kind of both in the same place uh in their career so uh, but not immediately, not for a fight like this. I don't think that's fair to Sean Brady. But I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, I, I, I'm down with the, I like the idea of normalizing rematches. There's a lot of rematches that I'd love to see. I do think rematches should be more frequent, including especially immediate rematches. Because mm-hmm. if you see a great fight, why wouldn't you want to see it again? This, I don't know about this particular fight, but yes, normalize rematches overall. Casey? I, I agree with everything you said, but like if you told me, they, I know they won't, but if you told me they're going to book Brady Kiesa 2 as a main event in three months, I'm picking Kiesa. I'm sure. just saying. Like, I mean, that's what's Most weird would. about this. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what's weird. Like, I, even though I picked Brady to win this fight, and he did win this fight, in a rematch, if it was five rounds, I would pick Kiesa. It's just, um, but I think there's, there's such a, um, there's so much talent in the UFC's watchweight division. I just don't think they necessarily need this rematch because there's no real, like, heat you know like bad yeah. blood it was just a no just two top watch weights fighting and one person won one person lost and you know you learn from your mistakes you know learn from what you did right wrong and then you move on see i would actually pick brady because i think his team would have a lot more uh to learn from mistake wise i think like i don't know if there's anything Kaza can do to avoid kind of that wrestling game i think there's a lot of things well those that, knees uh, brady... he threw those stupid knees yeah. sure and, like, that, that's one of those things i like, just that's keep it with your hands just like punch you were longer than fight but i i know what you're saying yeah obviously both fighters both fighters have good camps and both fighters are gonna make adjustments it's, it's like the mighty mouse uh ian mccall thing where it's like i think this was the moment like i think the, the moment was missed i think this was if this was a five-round fight Kaza definitely wins this was his time to get brady before brady gets to a certain I, point and like i also i think i think just like I, mccall like could have would have beat i think he definitely would have beaten Dimitri shots that uh, one time if they'd gone to overtime like they were supposed to and then the rematch wasn't even close right so that that's something like that i also think i agree with dean thomas said where after that first round that michael case had kind of had to completely rejigger his striking because of the two eye pokes he didn't want to lose that point yeah so like he had to completely yeah. rework his game plan on the fly and dean thomas is very good at that like in between mm-hmm breaking down fights thing oh i guess before we Casey? wrap up um i didn't even talk we didn't talk about this uh mm-hmm. adrian yeah yes four for four now three performance of the night bonuses in his first three fights all knockouts and now this one went to a decision fight of the night so that is four fifty thousand dollar bonuses for Jan as four for four and i'm pretty confident only ronda and maybe justin gaethje have done this so i think i think maybe zombie Gaith G, I think, won, uh, uh, I was going to say, won, I think, like, uh, five bonuses in his first four fights. Like, he won yeah. more bonuses than he yeah, had. Yeah, he, he, he won performance and fight bonuses. a night. Yeah. yeah. I think in his career, he has nine bonuses and eight fights, eight UFC fights. So, But that's that's incredibly impressive, <laughs> considering Giannis yeah. has never been a co-main or main event. He's just been kind After of this. on the card. Um, if, he, uh, if he gets Korean an O'Malley zombie. fight... If it gets an O'Malley fight, that's going to be up there. Yeah, Korean Zombie had four bonuses in his first three fights. He had submission okay. of the night, knockout of wow. the night, and then sub and fight of the night. But then the Aldo fight was—he just got smacked up. 
Mm-hmm. His shoulder. His shoulder is his shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His last fight, I think we, his last fight was his first win that he didn't get a bonus. Ever. Thank you. Thank you, Gustavo, for that comment. That yeah. is true. Adrian Yuan has won another killer at 135 mm-hmm. pounds. You could take 30, 30 you could take any one of the top like 40 at Bantam Weight and throw him in there. You're getting like a Who'd you want, who do you want who do you want to see him fight next? Ooh. I like the O'Malley call out. Oh, sorry, O'Malley called O'Malley, him out. O'Malley's call already booked. So we're, O'Malley's already booked. He has a fight in like a month, so we're going to put him on the sidelines because he has to win first. He's fighting Paiva, right? Uh, Holly and Paiva. Rudolfo. So yeah, something like that. Yeah. Paiva, Paiva, I think. Paiva. Yeah. Um, this is true. He shouldn't. Look, he definitely shouldn't look past him. But uh, but I, I, I they said it's next month. I'd say I'd say if he wins that fight, I totally want to see him fight Giannis. Giannis. Oh, who did Vera just beat? Marta Vera just beat Cheeto. Yeah. And he just, oh no, song it off. Frankie Edgar. Oh no no no, that was uh, Frankie Edgar. <laughs> Frankie Edgar. Okay, no, no, no I don't do Frankie Edgar. Uh, <laughs> song it off. How about oh, Honey Barcelos? Oh, Honey Barcelos is a good Honey one. Honey Barcelos, sure. I like Yudong actually. I think I think uh, I think Song Yudong. That one, that one I don't know if really they, I don't know if they give him that. They're both like under twenty five years old or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I, 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 I take it back. Actually, I don't like that. I want uh, who's a who's a vet? Who's a, I want to get Kyler a, Phillips. God, Casey Cody Stamen. Kyler would make sense. He's Sean O'Malley's buddy too. Sean O'Malley's buddy, you know, proxy fight. Ricky Simone, sure. Ricky Simone doesn't even have a fight. What about what about Kelly? Is Ricky Maybe. Simone not fighting us in Sour? Did, did it make what about Keller? Keller? Oh, jeez. Oh, he'd love that. He'd love to take that fight. That sounds he'd great. love to fight Adrian Yanis. Does Jack Shore have uh, a fight? Jack Shore, he, yeah. Uh, I saw one reported. I did see a reported fight for Jack yeah. Shore. Uh, yeah. I, just, I can't quite remember who it is now. But, but look, look, look how easy it is to book Umar. these 35ers. I know. There's not a bad <laughs> fight. But not a bad fight. The problem amazing. is, like, the fights that I want to see him take, I don't want to see. Like, I want to see them, but like, I don't want to see him fight Yadong or Umar right now. I know, because yeah, I think like sense. those are three of the like even Kyler because I think I think a lot of us think Kyler Phillips should have beaten Paiva like I had him winning on that so like mm-hmm. to me it's one of those fights where like I still view him as the winner like it should be mm-hmm. Kyler and O'Malley O'Malley would never take that fight but like the Stamen fight Stamen's what lost two in a row like Giannis I think that's uh, have him fight Giannis I think that's a fun scrap sure. Yeah. Okay. A lot of great, a lot of great options. I see people throwing names out there in the uh, in the comments. So thank you guys for all the comments. Thank you guys for watching the show. Oh, before we leave, we should anyone we didn't mention. Sorry. Uh, Pat Sabatini looked great in his win over Tucker Lutz. Rafa Garcia uh, handing Nathan uh, newcomer Nathan Levy his first uh, his first loss. We mentioned Lupe Godinez. Uh, Shailan Nerden BK uh, beating Sean Soriano. Sean's a great striker. Grappling, you got to work on that. Uh, Nerd and BK, very impressive getting his first UFC win. And Luana Pinheiro moving to 2-0 and getting her first actual win oh, after yeah. winning by DQ against uh, Ronda Marcos. But 2-0 for Pinheiro, good for her. So uh, congrats to all the winners tonight. And uh, thank you everyone again for joining. I, I don't need love. I have the love of you guys. I have the love of, of Jose Youngs and Casey Lydon. And, 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 and I'm just going to assume and everyone watching. And that's people, that is what gets, gets me through the day. So I really appreciate everyone who watches, and uh, I think I speak on all of our behalf when I say thanks for thanks for tuning into MMA Fighting Programming, and we'll see you. I mean, we'll have a lot of shows coming out throughout the week. Don't forget, guys, the BTL tournament's going on, uh, but we'll have we won't have another preview or post fight Q and A stuff until uh, two weeks from now. December. I don't know. I don't know. We, we we got we got some thriller next weekend. We don't we haven't decided what we're gonna do. Oh, yet. this is true. This is we true. Got, we, got some, we got some triangle twi- triangle. <laughs> is that triangle <laughs> gonna have? Is are, are they gonna use that triangle? Oh, we gotta. Are they gonna have to modify it? Gotta buy the gotta buy the pay per view to find out. Buy the pay per view. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, you're gonna see a lot of us soon. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. 
The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. <laughs> 